Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
of the enemy, the voice of the accuser, the voice of the pretender, we curse the voice of the ignorant, we curse the voice of the disloyal, we curse the voice of the wicked one, we curse the voice of the devil in this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please sit down. How are you all doing? Good. Let me teach you a song quickly. Okay, write down the words. Joel, I've just sent it to you. Write down the words. It says, I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together, my Bible and I. That's all. Why are you looking at me in a strange way? In the university, this is how they detect notes. They don't wait for you. I, spell I, I. Have. No, 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 no. So I'm saying it again. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together, my Bible and I. Okay, Joel will get it and then we'll go. So he says, I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together, my Bible and I. It's just simple. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together, my Bible and I, I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure, we will travel Of God without measure, we 
don't hear you singing. Let's go. I have a wonderful trend. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. Everybody sing it. I have a wonderful dream. The gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible Only the lady sing with me. The gift of God without measure, we will travel together. My Bible and only the brothers. I have a wonderful treasure. The gift of God without measure. The brothers are very far. One more time, brothers, let's go. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible, sisters, this is your final chance. The gift of God without measure, we will travel together. Everybody singing, I have a wonderful treasure. With me, I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. One more time, I've got a wonderful treasure. your Bible say this is my Bible I believe what it says I can be what it says I can be 
I can do what it says I can do. Tonight, I will be taught from this Bible and my life will be blessed by it. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul said first, first Timothy 4.13, he says, Till I come, give attendance to reading. To give attendance to what? To reading, to exhortation, and to prophecy. Paul gives three types or three versions of the word of God. The word of God that we read, the word of God that is preached to us, which is exhortation, and then prophecy is speaking under speaking the word of God under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It says, He says, Till I come, give attention to it. And he says, Neglect not the gift of God which is upon you, which was given unto you by the laying on of hands of the presbytery. To give it to you by prophecy and by the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Then he says, Meditate on these things, give yourself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear unto all. As we give ourselves to God's word, it will profit us and everybody will see it. Put your hands together for Jesus. Last Sunday, I preached a very powerful word on how to profit from the word of God. I'm sure it's going to be on podcast soon. You get it and you will be blessed. Thank you. God bless you. May somebody save you. Amen. Great. How many of you are ready for the word of God? Well, tonight is a quick one. We said, Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. All right? Good. So as God is building the church, Satan's intention is to fight against the church. And unfortunately, Satan has seven spirits, generally, that he fights the church with. And these spirits are usually within the church. All right? That's why we are dealing with them to eradicate them. We have dealt with five so far. What are the five? Spirit of disloyalty. Spirit of accusation. Forgetfulness, ignorance, spirit of ignorance, and pride. All right? That's why in the beginning we curse all these spirits. We curse the spirit of disloyalty. We curse the spirit of the accuser. We curse the spirit of the ignorant one. We curse the spirit of the forgetful one. And we curse the spirit of which one? The proud one. Is that not so? Tonight, I want to talk about the spirit of pretense. Pretense. I want to talk about the pretender. The pretender. The pretender. The pretender. Those who pretend. And specifically tonight, we want to uncover a pretender. To know who a pretender is. Thank you, my son. Who a pretender is. All right? According to the dictionary, something we say a pretender is, or somebody who pretends. A pretender is somebody who pretends. All right? So, 
as a church, if we have pretenders, a pretender is like some, something that is fake. Do you get it? You are dealing with it. It's not a real thing. It's a fake. What you are seeing is not what you are seeing. Do you get it? It's what we call in China a Hong Kong product. So today we want to uncover all the Hong Kong church members. Ask your neighbor, are you phone or you are con? Yeah. And in this modern generation, you have a lot of fake things. You have church members who are made in China. You have wives who are made in China. You have Christian sisters who are made in China. Yeah, because the hair, the hair is from China. It, it is true, it's Brazilian hair, but Brazilian hair is made in China. No, when you buy Brazilian hair, just check, you see it's written made in China. So I don't know whether the Chinese are now growing Brazilians or the Brazilians are Chinese. I don't know. Yeah, so now you take a lady, you don't know what it really is. Because the hair is from China, the eyelashes is from Peru, the nails, the lipstick. I mean, a lot of fake things around. Uh Uh-huh, you see so many things. You think that she's gifted at certain places. You get home and realize that all those things have been padded. Padded, uplifted, suspended, held up. Do you see it? Mm. You know? You see, you don't know what you are dealing with. Suspension bridge. The Barazano bridge or the Golden Gate bridge. It's an engineering wonder. Yeah. The Barazano bridge is where? In New York. You don't know, I'm just telling you. You will be there. Next time you are in New York, say, I want to see the Barazano bridge. Now, let me explain to you. New York is like, it's just water, water and small, small spaces. Now, to make it exist, they have linked it with bridges and tunnels. So that when you are there, you are underwater. You are driving, you are under the sea. But you think you are on the land. Because they have connected through under the water with the long Barazano bridge. You drive kilometers on one bridge. Yeah, and you wonder how is the bridge surviving? And of course, the, the famous one that you know when you watch American movies, usually you see a red bridge. How many of you have seen that bridge before? It's called the Golden Gate Bridge. It's in San Francisco. So today also, you know, you'll be there. Ray, I see you walking on the streets of San Francisco and taking a video and sending it to us. And say, hi guys, I'm on the Golden Gate Bridge, y'all. Your wife says she will be taking the video. It's also a good thing, amen. But what am I saying? I'm talking about fake things. And unfortunately, in the church, we also have pretenders made in China Christians. Now, it's very dangerous as a church to build the church 
with pretenders. Because what you think exists does not exist. What you think you are, what you think you are building with is not what you, you have. So you see the people smiling, but really they are not smiling. I mean, now you can even do makeup to let your face smile whilst you are not smiling. Do you see it? <laughs> so, so you can have shepherds, leaders, assistants, people around, but they are not real. And it's very dangerous to build with them. Hallelujah. May every form of pretense leave you tonight. So we want to see, you see, if I tell you that you pretend as usual, you will argue. Do you see it? So we want to uncover the accuser by looking at signs. Signs there doesn't lie. Okay. So we are going to look at quickly nine signs of a pretender. Nine signs of a pretender. Now, as we are going, if you see yourself in the signs, please, it's not a spiritual attack or a direct attack. Just change and become real. Because you are designers, original, you are one of a kind created by the master with, with one purpose in mind to be a showcase of his glory so the whole world can see a reflection of his beauty as it shines to you Let's sing it one more time. Designers, original, you one of a kind. Created by the master with one purpose in mind. To be a showcase of his glory. So the whole world can see a reflection of his beauty. Oh, you are here. Designers original. The master with one purpose. There's no need to pretend to be you are already special of his glory for the whole world can see a reflection of his beauty as it shines to you. Show K- 
Hallelujah. What the song is saying is that just by being yourself and being real, you showcase the beauty and glory of God. Ladies, from today, no more pretense. Yeah. The best me is me. I said the best me is me. And the best you is you. Don't try to be me to be you. Do do you get it? Be yourself and you will shine. Hallelujah. I mean, you try to be me on your best day, you can't be me. Even on your best day, you can't be me. But you can be you. And then you will shine. Yeah. I don't try to be anybody. I got my style and I stay with it. Yeah. Through that, I shine. Yeah. Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, but we are great beyond measure. Yeah. As we shine, others shine through us. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's what Nelson Mandela said. On that famous Freedom Day. Yeah. Alright. Sign. Sign number one. People who are too quiet. People who are too quiet. They never say anything. Can we start again? We have started. People who are too quiet don't say anything. You don't know what they are thinking. You can never tell what is in their head. They won't talk. They won't talk. No matter how much you provoke them, they won't say anything. Just quiet. You call them from a meeting for a meeting. They come to them. They never say anything. You meet them. They don't say anything. You are talking to them. They just listen to you. Even to open their mouth and say yes, it's like it's too much, so they just nod. Watch out for them. Hey, Pastor, I'm a quiet type. Watch out for them. Everybody in the church develop a special fear for quiet people. Absalom was quiet for two years. The next thing that happened was he killed his brother. Leah, watch out for people who are unduly quiet. Watch out for them. Quiet. Every time, quiet. You can, you see, when you talk, it gives us an idea of what is on your mind. But when you don't, you don't say anything. Sometimes some people are so quiet that their silence is so loud that it's intimidating. The deafening silence is intimidating when you are with them. Yeah, it's deafening. It's so loud that you, you become worried. 
I saw you today. Yeah, I saw you today. No, you didn't know me, so you didn't see me. But I saw you today. When they enter the car, they are so quiet that even those who are already talking in the car, they all become quiet. You are intimidated by their silence. And we tend to think that it's a sign of spirituality. Develop a special fear for people like that. They won't even laugh. Quiet. Quiet. So when you arrive, we are all forced to tone down. Because you enter with your deafening sign. It's usually a pretender. Yeah, usually. Be careful. Develop a special fear for them. Develop it. One of the key things we always do, we, we use in the church. So what do you think? Or what's the latest? They don't have any latest. What's the latest? Nothing much. What do you think? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what you are saying. I agree with what you are saying. They won't say, you can't know what they are thinking. Joe, be, be, be careful of them. Women, a lot of wives use this to fight in the house. Silence. Silence. Exam in progress. Silence. You have to, sometimes you have to ask them, are we writing an exam? Silence. Yeah. Sometimes you are in the house with your friends and suddenly one of them has developed the spirit of silence. You know that there's something wrong. So watch out for people who are just quiet. Quiet. They don't say anything. You don't hear of them. That's why man's best friend is a dog, not a cat. Because dog, anything he's talking. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cat. Even when he's walking, I know that a, a cat is an it. Okay, stop correcting me that it's not he. I know it's an it. But it's nice when you say when he's walking. Okay. <laughs> so please, don't, stop, stop, stop saying, stop saying in your head, it is it, not he. Um, I said he. When you are preaching your message and you talk about the cat, then you say it. I said, when he is walking, he being the cat, when he is walking, you can't even hear his footsteps. When, look, when the cat, the, the leopard, the leopard is called the ghost of the forest. You don't hear it moving. You don't see it moving. When it is chasing the animals, the animals don't see. When it's targeting them, it goes on top of the tree. And it will jump from this tree to the next tree, and the tree will not shake. Very light. Just that. So, the other animals, okay, maybe a small sound, they turn out. They saw it's the wind. 
Because if there's something, we would have. I mean, when the lion is look, when the lion is coming, he starts to announce from far away. Who's there? Who's there? Come, let me eat you. Who's there? What's up for supper? What's up for supper? Leopard, you score the ghost of the forest. So the animals are just there. Then suddenly. Leopard, he would jump from the top of the tree and come and arrive on you like that. Bam. He. Please, don't say it. He. Yeah. So, guys, watch out. Spa, watch out for people who are unduly quiet. Yeah. You can't tell what they are thinking. You, you never know. So, you, nev- you are never safe when you are with them. Some of you are extremely quiet in the church. It's frightening. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We don't even know how your voice sounds like. If you have a husky voice, we don't know. If you have a soft voice, we don't know. Quiet. Yeah. Number two. The church is now quiet. The spirit of the Lord is moving. Look, we are, we are, by the time we finish today, you will know the person, you will know, you will know yourself if you're a pretender. And you will know if your neighbor is a pretender. Number two. People who seem to have two temperaments, depending on who they are with. What is a temperament? A temperament is the way you behave. Your mood. The way you behave. There are four major temperaments we work with. We have what we call the sanguine temperament. They are happy all the time. When they come, they make everybody happy. They always have a nice joke for anything. Very happy. When you are sad, when you are very sad and they come, you become happy. If you do organize a party, you don't bring them. Your party won't work. Your party will be dead. No matter what music you play. Party will be dead. They bring life. They are life. They bring life. Yeah. Then we have the phlegmatics. They are quiet, peaceful. They don't move. They don't do it. Of course... Those who are sanguines also, the negative side, because they are nice everywhere, by the time you say Jack Robinson, they are fornicating everywhere. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have the phlegmatic, also quiet, peaceful. They don't like fight. They don't like trouble. They don't get into any type. There's a trouble. They avoid it. Their philosophy is like, if a, if a fight depends on you, avoid it. I mean, if you need them to start a fight, there will be no fight. Yeah. Yesterday we had an issue where I was called and I came. When I was coming, when I parked my car, I got, I saw Joe had also gotten off from his car. I told you, Joe, let's go and beat somebody. Yeah, you have brought your big body. Let's go and beat somebody. Then we went, and truly it was a fight. It was a standoff. Yeah, we went to meet about 15 people. 
went to meet them, silenced them. They now they saw that yes, it's good to go to school. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it will, it will become important that you know how to speak English. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to talk about it. When I got home to the CNC, I said, call the police. I said, hey, stop all your argument. Don't waste your lunch over arguing. Call the police. That's all. They said, we have brought a form. You have to sign. I said, this is the part. This is, why should we sign for They said, because it's, it's a government. It was an accident. It's a government car. I said, I don't work for the government. Uh, it's a department. I said, look, the only time I sign a form for Department of Education is when I'm writing an exam. I'm not writing an exam. We are not signing any form. <laughs> Am I writing matric? So what, what, do I, what business do I have with Department of Education? Don't even bring yourself. I'm the transport officer for the department. So what? Are you the police? Call the police. Yeah. Don't pretend to be the police. Call the police. <laughs> Simple answer. Come and see over one and a half hours. Stand off. Yeah. Me and Joe against the rest of the world. Yeah. I've got the mouth. Joe's got the body. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. When the police came, the case ended. Simple. I said, call the police. You don't read the NC and know what the law says. Call the police. If two cars have an accident, what has it got to do with the passenger? It's between the two cars and the two drivers. Case closed. Yeah. Simple. I was driving and the passenger pulled the handbrake. Nonsense. Why do you let passenger pull the handbrake? Who's driving, the passenger or you? It's between the two drivers and the two cars. Look, next time, I said, tell your neighbor, next time there's a problem, do what? Call the police, 10 triple one. Now, back to what I was saying. I was talking about the flight. They don't like a fight, so, yeah. Also, the bad side is that they are lazy. They don't achieve anything. And then they are stubborn. You can't advise them. Some of you, as I'm preaching... You can see yourself because of your temperament. You can't change. You are totally, you are even too lazy to change. Yeah. Say, God forbid. forbid. The third temperament is the melancholic temperament. They make everything straight, orderly. Everybody, don't shout, don't, don't, everything must be straight. We arrange the human beings in alphabetical order. Shortest in front, tallest at the back. Order. Everybody must sit, lie by lie. Eh, the way you are sitting is not straight. Sit up a little. Okay, straighten your spectacles and tell your shirt. They want everything to be straight. Yeah. You are laughing too loudly. Mellow it. Like that. Everything organized. I had a guy in church. He wasn't happy when we are happy in the church. It's like we are too happy. Church, we must regulate the volume of the happiness. So when they come, everything in the church looks straight. If I had a melancholic in the media, the, the, the television would be straight. 
It's made up of cholerics, sanguines, and phlegmatics. There's no melancholy. That's the TV skew. They skew the TV and they blame me. They say, I said that so that I can see. How many times do I use the TV? Then one person told them, Rev doesn't like things that are skewed. They said, oh, Rev said they should make it skewed. Up to today, it's still like that. The fourth temperament is the choleric temperament. They are strong. They are achievers. They can break rocks. Have you seen that guy they call Mr. Raph? That type of guys. They make impossible things happen. Also, the downside is that they are wicked. Yeah. They think they are better than everybody. They are very rough. So they are very wicked. Now, you have one or two of these temperaments. Now, watch out for people who... No, have two. Depending on who they are with. So when they are with Lady Pastor Adela, they are smiling. Hey, I'm so, I'm so. When they see you, Yes. Glory be to God. Amen. They are pretenders. They are not the same all the time. They are pretenders. When they are with, when they are with their fellow fellows, you see them. When they see you, it's like they deaf and dumb spirit has fallen on them. Watch out for them. Watch out for them. They are not being real. Number three, we are going to nine and we have to close now. Watch out for people who are too perfect and dignified in their presentation of themselves. They are perfect. No mistake. When they present themselves, there's no mistake. Dignified. Dignified. Very dignified. When they, when they come out, the hair is, I mean, everything is sharp. Not even one strand is off. They've used some laser technology to remove all, everything is in line. Now, I'm not talking about this type of. Yeah. It's like there's no mistake. Covered everywhere with makeup, this, that, that means they look sharp. There's, I, I come to, when I come to preach here on Sundays, I see a church member, but when I'm preaching, every five minutes she'll check her makeup, then she'll straighten it. Every five minutes. At most ten minutes there, you, you have it. So recently, I, want to, I wanted to ask my wife, what's the person's name? So I said, oh, the makeup lady, what's her name? Because that was the only way I could describe her, the makeup no, don't argue with me. Usually you are looking this way and I'm looking this way. As I'm standing here, there's somebody standing by the door. But you can't see because you are looking this way. So when I come next week and I say, oh, last week when I was here, there was somebody standing. You turn around and see. The lady is standing by the door. Do you see? But when I come next week and I tell them, when I was preaching, there was somebody standing by the door. You say, oh, what am I saying? Because you are not looking there. I am looking this way. Why are you arguing with me? I said she, she sits around, around Bloomfontein, that side. Watch out about people, They always look sharp. To, look, last week when I came to church, I had not combed my hair. When I entered the church, I mean, my, and I like to look sharp. 
And I always make sure I look sharp. But I'm human. I said, I'm what? I'm human. So I came to say, I don't comb my hair. I was sitting down. I didn't even know. I was sitting down there getting ready. Then somebody came to give me a comb that you have to comb your hair. I said, ah, why? So your hair, the way, the, the hairstyle you have brought today, it doesn't go with the church service. I said, ah, okay. Then I comb my hair. Then I came. Always everything. Some of the some of the sisters, when we go to their houses, we see we see what we don't see in church on Sunday. Sometimes you have to say, "Oh no no no, sister, I'm looking for." Then she so it is I. So, hey, let me see your palm to be sure if the nail that they put there is really you. Because we see the real human being. Yeah. Some of them, they have not even reached home. They have taken off their wig. Taken off their shoe. Taken off their teeth. I said, when they sit in the car, they spark and the car tends to go to the... They just rule this one. hands together for the word of God I tell you yeah why because that's we are all natural human beings but as for you I mean the way we are talking we are laughing I mean she's crying not crying because she's sad tears are flowing but if it was this type of people we are talking about, the tear must, the tear must go up. Go up, because if it comes down, it will gather debris. Number four, number four. Watch out for people Who are too nice? Too nice. Just too nice. Too nice. Nice, not in terms of even outlook. But it's like they are always happy, smiling. It's like nothing bad ever happens to them. They never feel discouraged. They are always upbeat. Which human being is like that? They don't stress. They never stress. They never watch out for them. Watch out for them. Okay. Watch out for them. Watch out for. Can I please take off? I'm human after all. Now I feel free. Watch out for them. 
It's like they don't get down. Look, we all get down from time to time. One day, Leah sent me a voice note, very touching voice note. And she said so many wonderful things. When she finished, I sent her a message. I said, it's God who has led you to say what you are saying. Because the type of problem I am going through right now, today, I've never seen some before. And God used you to encourage me. Yeah. So, as a pastor, he's always, he's never discouraged, he's never... Come and see me sweating. I sweat like a goat. That's why you never see it. Yeah, when I sweat, you don't see that. But I sweat. It's under the hair. Yeah. And the reason why I don't sweat publicly is that so that you always be encouraged. Yeah, because if, look, sometimes I go and meet a a problem. Me, myself, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. I dealt dealt with a problem this weekend. Oh. It, was, it is not children's problem. Big problem. Even as I was, I was driving, my, my wife is afraid to even come on the scene. So it's almost like she has no head. But that, that's the only way she can deal with it. Me, I don't have that luxury. I have to be on the scene. As soon as I was sleeping on, I heard of the problem. I got out of the bed. I started to dress up. My wife asked me, where I go. my wife always has a panic attack when I get up, I'm going out. I now, God just revealed it to me recently. Because I used to get very bored, but now I've, God has revealed it. Even when I'm in my house, I'm going to bath. My wife will ask me, where are you going? I said, I'm going to bath. It's a panic attack. Then to go where? I said, you, when you wake up, you bath. I'm going to bath. To be in the house. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, when, when I got the call, they gave, it was add on. When they gave me the information, I started to dress up for church. I started to dress up. My wife asked me, started to ask me, so where are you going? How are you going to get to where you are going? I, I realized that it's that one. So I said, I'm going to go. That's how it's going to happen. But I, what has happened, I must appear on the scene now. I don't have the luxury of two hours later, three hours later. I must, I'm afraid, but I must appear now. Yeah. So that the person going to the problem can realize that I am not alone. Yeah, I'm not alone. So I took can zoom all the way to Deban appeared on the scene. I went out, I don't know what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do, but I have appeared. After I finished, one of the, the pastors said, Charlie, what you said was very powerful. So how did you know that this is what you say? I said, when I was opening my mouth, I didn't know that I was going to say what I was going to say. I just started to talk. Then I realized that I was on a certain line. Then I continued. We also get discouraged. We also get troubled. We get worried. We get stressed. Normal. But you, as for you, 
never stressed, never worried. There's no problem. Everything is nice. Everything is fine. Your marriage is wonderful. Things are happening. There's always Bible stories. There's music playing all the time. Usually, there's a lot of rot in the background. But the extra happiness is an outward compensation for an inward mess. Yeah. Next one. Watch out for ladies who or people who do a lot of makeup and take a long time to get ready in dressing. Watch out for them. Usually they are pretenders. I'm still reading from the book. I didn't make it from my head. It's from the book. People who, who use a lot of makeup and take a long time to dress. Like you are building a wall. Yeah. It's like you are building a wall on your face. Three three levels of foundations. Before you put a primer, it's like just put hey, watch out. Usually they are not real. It's the close of day. By now your makeup should have messed up a little. Who? One place that we are going, we are just going to, um, what do you call it? Scottsville Mall. To go and buy sugar. And come. You need 35 minutes to get ready. After you have bath, you need 35 minutes to get ready just to go to Scottsville Mall to go and buy sugar. Look, the time you are getting well, I can go and getting ready, I can go and buy the sugar and come. Watch out for them. Yeah, watch out for them. Spot. Thank you very much. I've even started to drink tea without sugar. So why are we even wasting 35 minutes to do makeup to just go and buy sugar? Watch out. I mean, some people move. It's like, look, take forever. Forever. Usually, they want to cover up something. Usually, they want to cover up something. They want to cover up something. They are pretenders. Every time they have made makeup, you don't know whether they have super glued the hair here. (laughs) Hair doesn't grow here. Hair doesn't grow here. Hair doesn't grow here. Hair doesn't grow here. You see there's hair all over here. (laughs) So when you look at them, you're like, Wow. 
inside them. You say, what? Where did you come from? First National Bank. I said, Leah, hair doesn't grow here. This is your forehead. Hair doesn't grow here. But you see some of the hair is here. And it's all put there alphabetical order. It's not like it's just it's straight hair. It has been put there. It's like it is spelling something. Just go and buy meat at downtown. Downtown. Not even macro. Downtown. Downtown. To go and buy meat that is almost expired. At downtown. Sometimes you see a lot of hair. They are all pretenders. Yeah, a lot of hair. A lot of hair. Plenty hair all over the place. All not this hair. I'm just a lot of hair all over the place. You are dealing with a pretender. Yeah. And because I'm experienced, look, I work with so many, but I know they are pretending. I'm waiting for the day that I'll meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Quatua, I'm waiting for the day that I'll meet you. I, I've been working with some people for a long time, but I know that it's not the real person I'm with. I'm waiting for the day that you will be introduced to me or you introduce yourself to me. Look, we are just going here. You can go into the bathroom for about 20 minutes, just straightening your makeup. You know, we are just going here, Saneli. Let's just go. Oh, please, let's go and visit this girl quickly. 45 minutes, just doing straightening your makeup before we go. As though you are going to look for a beloved. That's why, brothers, before you marry a sister, you should give her a surprise visit. Yeah, surprise visit. So that you meet the real person. Also, you will never meet the real person. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of pretenders. Yeah, Lord, take forever to get ready. Take forever to look sharp. Watch out for them. Now my next one. I'm closing. I'm closing. We can't build the church on these. People who are pretending they are not real, they are fake. They pretend they love you, but they are lying. Delilah pretended that she was in love with Samson, put Samson's head on her lap, ran her, her fingers through his dreadlocks, told him all the nice things that are in the world. Samson was smitten, and Samson showed. Delilah, the source of his strength. No knowing Delilah was a traitor, a betrayer, a liar, and a murderer. 
a pretender. A pretender is a liar, a betrayer, a murderer, an accuser. That's who, that's it. A pretender. Before The next thing Samson knew, he woke up from the lap of Delilah into blindness. Yeah, and into prison. And to his death. To his death. To his death. Next one. God willing, next week we'll be here. So, Notice, have I missed anything? How many have I given you? People who are too quiet. People who have two temperaments, depending on who they are with. People who are perfect. People who are too nice. Lots of makeup and time taking forever to get ready. They are your friend, but they are not your friend. Watch out for people who are non-committal. People who are non-committal. People who never commit themselves. Non-committal. They won't say good. They won't say bad. You never know where they stand. And you can't accuse them that, oh, you, you were not supporting me. I didn't say anything against you. <laughs> Neither can you say you were for me. Because you didn't also say anything for me. Yeah. They won't commit themselves. For two years, Absalom did not commit himself. He pretended he loved his brother everything. He didn't come in. He didn't say anything good. Neither did he say anything bad. Was with his brother like that. Then one day he invited his brother for a party. We all thought it was a party. Not knowing it was a setup for murder. And they killed his brother. So watch out for people who don't commit themselves. If, at least commit yourself and even be wrong. We know what is on your mind. We know how to deal with it how to correct it. But they will not commit themselves. Be careful of them. Be careful of them. I don't know whether you are feeling cold or the message is too heavy. (laughs) Non-committer, home-committer. It's always believed that the goalkeepers who save penalties, when they play penalties, the goalkeepers who save, is the goalkeepers who choose one side and commit themselves to it. So they even do a study on the play. When you are playing and there's a penalty and it's Lionel Messi who's going to kick it, they have given the number of times he kicks to the left and the number of times he kicks to the right. So then they advise the goalkeeper. He kicks, he, there's a greater chance of him Though he's a left footer shooting to the left than shooting to the right. That's his deception. So when you come against him, just dive to the left. There's a higher chance that you use the left. The day he uses the left, you save the ball. It's finished. They tell you, Cristiano Ronaldo, he will do this and then he will do that. So go on to the the right hand side. If he puts it within goalkeeper's range, because you are committed, you save it. If he puts it to the other side, 
you look like a fool. But it's a go anyway. It's just one. They don't count it twice because of the way you fell down. <coughs> it's those who say, I won't commit myself. I'm waiting for him to shoot. Then when he shoots, I'll see what, where the ball goes. Then I will dive there. Listen, let me tell you. The distance between where they shoot from and the pole is so short that you have just a split second to get there. And you can't get there that quickly. Yeah. So those who do it, those who come in and say, as for me, I'm going to dive to the, I'm diving to the right five times. If two people go to the right, you have saved it. Now you have church members who don't come. They, won't, they never go. You see, we are all having a So I think we should go by transport. Or I think we should go by train. Or we should take a submarine. Or we, take, we should take a ship. Or let's go by air. He won't say anything. He won't commit himself. So what do you think? I think going by air looks like a good idea. But transport is more, going by road is more feasible. And then, of course, by submarine, make sure that we avoid all evils that are going around. And then going by ship is a more relaxed way to get there. But walking is at no cost. So which one are you choosing? Walking is at no cost. Going by ship, it's, it's, it's a cruise. It's relaxing. Submarine, we avoid all evils. By air, it's quicker. And driving, it's more feasible. So where are you? Which, which, which one, so which one are you choosing? Oh, I think all of them have their pros and their cons. But which one should we do? No, I think that we will get there anyway. If we use any of them, we will get there eventually. I mean, at the end, we will be there. Never come in. Never. And final one. People who have this, this a killer. My wife, let's go home. Where are all our things? Where are our children? Get our children. Get all our children. There are a lot of spark the car. Lungani, spark the car. Open the doors. Okay, copy and cough, we get into the car. Zoe and and please join the car. Let's go. People who have a lot of relationships and affairs. A lot of relationships and sex. But after you've mentioned it, you just have to go home. My wife, let's go. We'll give our offering. We'll give our offering to the lady to come and put it in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of relationships. Hey, Pastor, what do you mean? Each relationship you say you are in love. 27 relationships. You have, in this your short life, you have been in love 27 times already. Then it means that you have a big heart.
I mean, you are the lover of the world. You are actually John 3.16, for God so loved the world. had a lot of relationships. They were pretending with this one. Look. Yeah. Pretending with this one. Then pretending with this one. Then pre- because each of them is saying I love. Each of them. Then you go and say, so I don't love him anymore. P- Pastor, because of the distance, I don't love him anymore. Pastor, because of his hair, I don't love him anymore. Pastor, because of his job that he lost, I don't love him anymore. They are usually pretenders. So when you are dealing with them, when they tell you that they love you or they like you or whatever they are with you, it's just like the 27, one of the 27. Yeah. It's just like that. People who are real, if you like, go and check. You will see if he has been maybe one relationship, two relationships. That's it. That's all. That's all. Just a few. Uh, the car started and I'm coming. Very few. Very few. Yeah. I mean... 19 different relationships. You alone. Now, because pretend, you see, the famous pretenders in the Bible, Delilah, he led, she led to the death of Samson, Absalom, the brother, killed, was killed. Judas pretended he was spiritual. With Jesus moving around, led to the death of Jesus. So, what if we are building with pretenders? One of these, one day, by the time I realize they've thrown us under the bus, which will lead to our death. That's why we can't build. That's why Kofi, we can't build with pretenders. With people who are real. I'm not talking about people who are good. People who are real. I mean, there are some of you in the church. You are some way. But we know that you are some way. Don't get me wrong. You are some way. You behave anyhow. But we know that you behave anyhow. So we know how to work around you and work with you. Do, Do you get it? I'm not saying being some way is good. I'm saying that we know. We know. So we know how to work. We know what happens that makes you struggle. We know what happens that makes you go off. We know what happens that makes you stay on course. So it's easy to work with you and help and move. But this one, you do know. So when they are with you, Pastor, look, since, since Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt, There has, there has, there has never been such a great leader like you before. When I think of 
when I think of your style of leadership, I see that I can only compare you to Moses. I mean, I don't want to compare you to Jesus because it will be like blasphemy, but you are somewhere there. Yeah. You are at Moses. Yeah. The, 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 I, I, I can't even imagine. I thought that we, we didn't have a father. I thought when, when Bishop Larry was going, I thought that we were finished, we were going to die. But you have made it absolutely impossible to die. We have tried a thousand ways to die, but you have just made it impossible. Then the same person, when they get home and they kick off their shoes and they take off their wig. Then they say, uh-huh. who does he think he is? He just come on Tuesday and say anything that comes into his mind. If he has marital issues at home, then he will come to the church and he will just say anything that comes into his head and he will just be saying it. Talking out to us. Yes. If his wife has made a very thick makeup, is it my problem? Why, why is he taking it out? Um, if he doesn't want to buy makeup, why is he blaming makeup on? Am I the maker of makeup? By the way, I can afford to have the money if I want to spend my fortune on makeup and build a road on my face. What is the problem? After all, I can put a toll gate there. The word they pass there, they pay. Then when they come to you, Father, Father Abraham, Father Moses, and Father Rev. Pretenders. We cannot build with pretenders. Tell your neighbor from today, stop pretending. Be real. Be real. Be real. Some of you, even the word, the word exposes you, and your neighbor knows that it's you, and you know that your neighbor knows. So even as you are sitting with your neighbor, you're already angry at your neighbor. Meanwhile, it's not your, it's not your neighbor who's preaching. It's not your neighbor who's preaching. But you are angry at your neighbor because your neighbor is a vindication. Of what is being preached. But from today, you will become real. So that God can build with you. You will be real. You will be just as you are. There is no need to pretend. You are good as you are. And God wants you as you are. So he can use you for something. God, stand to your feet. You are designers. Original, you one of 